0: So it's here. All the things we've been reading about in the Bible and only could imagine what happened. And we're surprised and panicked all at the same time. I'll be honest, I never thought I would see some of the things we're seeing with my own eyes. Yet here we are and some of it is frightening. Join me today as we talk about facing the end times with peace. We've spent the last two years navigating the nuances of a global pandemic, and no sooner do we seem to be turning the corner, we're facing what could potentially be World War III. For those of us who know Jesus, none of this should come as a big surprise. God has graciously given us a heads up when it comes to what we're going through and what's going to happen. I've seen the body of Christ step up to the plate in so many ways, and yet many are still very fearful of what is to come. The body of Christ should not be fearful of what is happening. Aren't we the ones who have all the hope and promise in the world? Aren't we his chosen? The greatest enemy of our peace is fear. We're commanded in the Bible hundreds of times to not fear. Yet in many instances, I feel pulled toward fear. My guess is you have been too. We're living in times when this could be the church's finest moment. We need only to rise to the occasion that is set before us. People around us should see something different in us. It's during these times that we as a body of Christ should not be taken by surprise. We have the book. We know what's going to happen. And instead of reacting, we should be responding. Will these days we are living in be hard. You bet they're going to be, but fearing them will only prove to be counterproductive. Now is when our focus on our mission, the Great Commission, is vital. Our children and those around us are watching us very closely. We are the ones who proclaim Christ to the world around us, and we're called to be holy, to be different from the world. We are called to live in peace that Christ died to give us. All this week, we're praying for our children to trust God and rely on him instead of walking in fear. The devotions this week are an encouragement to rise and be the people God has called us to be despite our current world situation. I would love for you to join me and prayer warriors all around the world who are transforming the lives of their children through prayer. Simply go to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe to The Prayer Tribe. I will leave a link right here in the show notes that will take you there. Stepping up our spiritual parenting in this area is critical. Although we don't know exactly what will happen in the days to come, there are a few Bible verses I've found that bring me comfort and I want to share them with you today. First, let's look at the go-to verse anytime we're talking about fear. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 7. It says this for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Fear, as defined by dictionary.com, is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain, or a threat. There are many things in our world today that are dangerous, likely to cause pain, and are a very present threat to many. What we do with that fear will be our defining moment as a church, as we walk through what is yet to come in our world. As a child of God, we should never be gripped and defined by fear. In Christ, we can walk in the power God gives us and love others as Christ has loved us. Self-discipline at a time like this should define the follower of Jesus. When we face times of uncertainty, we must make choices to believe that God is in control. God has not fallen off the throne. He loves us incredibly, and he is the one who is in complete control. Our children are looking to us to show them how to respond to what is going on around us, not cover it up. When we demonstrate to them that our confidence and peace is in God, we are teaching them that they too can trust God with their futures. Isaiah forty one ten gives me great comfort, and I hope it does for you too. Don't be afraid, for I'm with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. We are commanded by God and his word to not be afraid. It's a choice of the free will that he has given us. Allowing our emotions to go unchecked leads to discouragement and depression. We don't need to be afraid because God is with us. He is our God and he will strengthen us. He will help us in our time of need if we allow him to. Do you truly believe that? This kind of strength and courage only comes when we put our complete trust in God. His promise is to hold us up with his victorious right hand. We can rest assured that no matter what happens as a follower of Jesus, we will walk in victory over all that's going on around us. When our children see us strengthened by our God and walking in victory over the fear that's gripped our world, they will be drawn to him through us. This verse, this next one reminds me of the secret to peace. It says this, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. That's in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Doesn't perfect peace sound pretty good to you right now? It does to me. When we are in the heat of the spiritual battle, like we are right now, only God can offer us perfect peace. This peace that he offers comes when we put our full trust in him. Full trust, not partial trust, not trust that says I'm unaffected. It's a complete unconditional trust in God, in the God of the universe. That kind of peace that God offers will require our thoughts to be fully fixed on him. It's easy for our thoughts to be distracted if we have the news always playing in the background. We have access to 24-7 news reports of what's going on around the world, and they are nothing but a distraction from fixing our thoughts on God. I want to encourage you to turn the TV off every once in a while and instead turn on some praise and worship music. Fix your thoughts and eyes on God who is in complete control. Then trust the rest to God who sees you and loves you with unfailing love. It may feel like it, but nothing that is going on is too big for our Father. Do you believe that? I'm grateful for a Bible that gives us actions to follow. Philippians 4, 6 is one such verse that we can lean into. It says this, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. I can be so quick to quote that verse and also believe they are suggestions from God. That's a lie from the enemy. This verse is not a suggestion to not worry. It's a command to not worry. God would never ask us to do something that's impossible, nor would he insult us by asking us to do something that's easy. Making the choice to not worry despite our feelings will take courage and strength, but it is possible. Fortunately, God doesn't just stop with the command not to worry. It gives us the formula to make it happen. It's twofold. First, you are to pray about everything. It is a deception to think something is too small or insignificant to pray about. God wants to hear all about it. He wants to be deeply connected with you in the smallest things. He longs for you to talk to him about everything, just like you would your best friend. He wants to hear from you about what you need. This is the most freeing part of all of this. He wants you to thank him. Have you ever sat quietly and thought about all the things you can thank God for? Even during chaos, there are always things we can thank God for. I'm going to challenge you to do five things, find just five things each day to thank God for and write them down. Dwell on his goodness every day and watch the worry fade away in the presence of his grace get your kids involved. Ask them what they're thankful for while you're sitting around the dinner table. I guarantee you it will spark some uplifting conversation. So much of our Christian life is centered around the choices we make. This last verse that I want to share with you encourages us to make a choice. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. That's in John I'm sure you love to receive gifts. I know I sure do. Look at the incredible gift God has given us in this verse, peace of mind and heart. We can use a good dose of peace of mind and heart right now. At least I can. This peace of mind and heart doesn't come from the world. The world cannot give it to you. It is impossible. You can't look to the world for the peace of mind and heart that only God can give you. Your focus must be on him to receive that gift. If you're looking at the world to give you peace of mind and heart, you will never find it there, not ever. And here is the command. Don't be troubled or afraid. It's a choice of our will out of an act of obedience to God to not be troubled or afraid. We are people who walk by faith and not by sight. That is what makes us different and a light to those who are around us. As I ponder all that's going on in our world, it reminds me of God's protection of his people during the plagues God sent over Egypt and Exodus. God was able to protect his people then, and he can protect his people now. We are his chosen, just like the Israelites were. God is getting the attention of those who refuse him. Just as Pharaoh saw the protection of God's people, so will the world see God's protection over his people if we simply follow him. We have the blood of the lamb painted over our doors because of the death of Jesus and our choice to follow him. There's nothing to fear. I know this will be our finest hour as his children as we look to him and shine as lights in the darkness. Thank you for being with me today. I want you to know that I don't take lightly your choice to spend your valuable time here. If you know someone that this podcast will encourage, could you please do me a favor and send it to them? Also, don't forget to hit the follow button so that you don't miss an episode. Let me pray for you today. Heavenly Father, thank you for my friend. I lift them up before you. I ask Lord Jesus that you would calm their fears, that they would make a choice, to follow you in obedience, and that you, Lord Jesus, would bless them with peace that surpasses understanding. I want to thank you and praise you in Jesus' name.